Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes, we're here with the League One Manager of the Month for Reese McCabe and also Simon. What month? For what? August. <laughs> the youngest manager in the world. Uh, not the youngest manager ever. Ever. That's unbelievable, that, isn't it? Well, I, well, I heard the start when, I kinda, when it first got kind of announced and I was like, sure, they can't be right. But I don't know, it really looked too much rake and things like that. And just kind of got to go, mate. We need to give him a clap, too. It's unbelievable. So you're a manager, first month in the job, manager of the month. Must be buzzing, mate, now. Nah? I obviously good to... To kind of get the recognition, but again, a lot of it kind of falls on the players and other people running about you. So it's kind of been plain sailing, so to speak, for me coming in and doing training and stuff, and just enjoying being on the pitch. To be perfectly honest, uh, is it is it hard though that these were your pals though as a teammate, and then now you're managing them? I know. I mean, it's it's one of these ones that even when I was just kind of so a player, I was twenty nine, so I was probably the oldest or whatever in the team so I think you had that respect anyway so for me it was just about going to try install the, the ideas early and basically just try to get the boys to stick with it and persevere right you know what I mean yeah he's had a fresh trim for he's us absolutely as well, yeah. gorgeous he's looking well isn't he just look at his eyes how big are they uh, he's got nice eyes isn't he huh? by the way this Caffeine. stadium gives us the fear doesn't it he got sent off here my last game he, I, I was a, a sub and then I came on Five minutes I lasted to a horrific touch. I've told the story a million times and get sent off here. And your last game, I just scored an own goal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember it. I remember it. Did you sit and watch it? You, you never played that game, did no. you? You should have played off, didn't you? Set and half, I right. half. I should played well. Thanks, mate. You did? Ne- didn't know what a sign is now. Uh, was the mark old? I mean, was the mark old? Terrible. I thought it was his mate. By the way, see, um, I, you just said that you play as well. I said to you at the start of the season, and managers, when we've interviewed other managers, all said to you, Sai, is don't do that. Don't do that, huh? Do you think that's that's actually alright? You can do that, play and manage? Well, you've got to. Um, for a start, I mean, I'm still a player. Um, but, listen, I think if I was a wee bit older and legs had maybe went, I'd, I'd be probably sitting thinking, make your mind up, is it one or the other? But I still feel I've got plenty to give. But can you? do you think you can see the game, though? Because that's what I was saying to you, when you, if you're playing... I don't think you can see the game as you would... Obviously, you, you wouldn't would if you were at the side. I, I, I agree with that, and... It's only when you, you kind of look back, so I don't know, and whatever you do, your analysis, and you're sitting Saturday night, and you're two or three in the morning, you're looking back at the game, going, I never noticed that in the game, we never played mm-hmm. as bad as what I thought, thought at yeah, half time, or, or vice versa, you thought yeah. you might have played really well, and you're going, 
it was totally opposite mm-hmm. what you think. So I can kind of understand that, but it's it's one of the ones that is I always say if you're trying to drive standards on the park side of the park, it's it's irrelevant really. Because he's assistant manager's Callum Fordyce, who's your cousin, mm-hmm. but he also plays as well. Yeah. So who, have you got somebody on the side? So we've got obviously Brian Prunty's there. Prunty's they're good just guy. Now, great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of just we're talking about it there, just having somebody kind of around around the place who's vibrant and can he always picks the spirits up. He's he's kind of he's key to that. And then obviously you've got David Hutton, who's in. I don't know if you you know Hutts. Hutts a madman, isn't he? Is 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 mad. He's mad as they come, but the boy's got on with him and he's just he's one of the ones that he'll never change for anybody so it's it's kind of a good a good balance because I like to think that me and Dicey are a wee bit more kind of relaxed and then you've got like say Hutz and, and Prince who are different characters So do you leave it to make subs or do you, is it just like a stop and play or hear a quick chat or just um, plan it beforehand uh, Listen as best we can so we maybe know that prior to the, the kind of game at the weekend we're going to set up this should anything go wrong this is kind of what we're going to go with or we're thinking about maybe playing him and he's maybe not played and listen, he's going to come on and have an impact and just kind of see it how the game is going. You, you know yourself, sometimes you're under the core, you're thinking, right, we need an extra body in midfield or we need certain things in the game and you just kind of see it and, and kind of try and try and act on it. So would you know to uh, your coach at the side and tell them to do it or would they just do it? I would, obviously, we, t- we obviously make the decision but we try and kind of wait till... Obviously, a throw in or a free Stop kick, or play, huh? listen. Sometimes it's no one. Sometimes it's a hundred mile an hour. So it's just about kind of players as well. I, I like to give the the lads a wee bit of responsibility that kind of get through the the bad moments. So if it's a case of we're playing a four three three and listen, we're under the cosh, they're kind of popping us in midfield. Listen, one of you just drop back into midfield and recognise that yourself. I think you've got to give kind of players a wee bit of honest yourself. Brilliant. Have you uh, have you subbed yourself yet? Um, I don't know if I've subbed myself. I, it was hard because. Like I say, I had the the Clyde game, so we obviously we lost to Edinburgh, Edinburgh City. Or what FC happened Edinburgh, that? Sorry. Yeah, I couldn't believe that result. Just just one of the games. I think if we played it another hundred times, that result would never happen. Um, but to be fair to them, they were they were well kind of drilled, and they had a game plan. They were going to sit in. We were comfortable first fifteen minutes or whatever it was. Dominated the ball as I like to do, and then we got a man sent off. And I think to be fair, kind of it rattled us a wee bit for 10, 15 minutes. We were a wee bit all over the place, and then. They scored in the forty-fifth minute, right on half uh, half time. So it was one of the ones that coming at two 0 down. It's mountain to climb and go at the second half, and we have a good chance to go up the the part and score and maybe get back into the game. And then obviously they kill the game off three 0 And I think the boys kind of no through the towel in, but just went you know, after that. Huh? We get a man sent off every week, don't we? You caused a goal and subbed yourself, after, didn't you? <laughs> what was what was that? Give me a I remember. Because it from, from my point of view, how it, how it kind of came about is when I'd signed here, obviously I was 28 at the time, 29, so I'd kind of made it clear to, to the club that, listen, I'd like to kind of be settled here. I've got a wee girl and stuff. I didn't want to be going here, there and everywhere and having to travel and stuff. So I said I'd like to try and commit to somewhere um, with a kind of future longer term plan that go down the coaching route and if there was a possibility to maybe come on board and, and kind of help out, then I'd be definitely interested. And then obviously... Kind of things just went up in there when when obviously Murray left and, and went to to Wraith. So 
just before the summer. Um, obviously, the club had spoke to us and said, "Listen, yourself and Dicey are almost the the older senior pros in the the pitch anyway. Like, how would you feel about kind of taking the a, a kind of player coach managing role?" And I was like, "We bit kind of taken back." I says, "I I don't know yet. I'm like you say, I'm 29. I'm still think I've got a a wee bit to give yet." And then kind of I went and kind of slept on it and went away. And I was like, "Do you know what? It's how often are you going to get this opportunity?" Mm-hmm. I know. Kind of sometimes you can take things too early and stuff, but I was like, you know, I've got plenty of time. That should it go right, should it go wrong? I've, I'd like to think that, kind of twenty nine, thirty year old, you'll have plenty of time to, to learn for your experiences. You know what I mean? So how how long ago did you start to think about coaching and maybe management? Um, in terms of actually thinking about going full into it, um, probably no. To yeah. be perfectly honest, it was always just a thing as a, a young player. Um, kind of as you get older, just kind of coaching through the game and. I like to think that even when I was playing at, at kind of twenty eight anyway, that I was always kind of speaking to people and trying pitch, to help yeah, yeah. as much as I could because I always remember kind of past experiences when I was a young kid at Rangers or went down the road and it was one of these ones who did I kind of learn from like Stephen Davis and and these kind of boys were always good with young boys so I always thought that you get these kind of big time kind of first team players who can scare you you know what I mean as a young mm-hmm. kid and I always felt like I was never going to be one of these kind of guys and try and help the young boys as much as I can and. Thought if I can kind of help the the boys on the pitch, then then great. Did you speak to anyone when you got offered the job for advice? Anybody in the game? Um, no, in terms of like players and stuff. Obviously, my my auntie Shelley, obviously mm-hmm. Shelley yeah. Care. Um, I'd spoke to her, and again, she was like one of them. It's listen, it's an opportunity, um, but obviously, kind of be, be prepared. There's a lot of things that obviously you'll be new to, and it'll take a wee bit of time to to adjust. But in terms of your knowledge and and stuff, you know how to play the game, and kind of you know football, so. Going, you've got good people around about you, like myself and the club. To be fair, I've been I've been really supportive. So you've got good people around about you. So just kind of go on and take everything in. Mm. Can I just say how much? Sorry, how, how much was it? Did you take it down to the fact that how good a team you had? Because I thought you were excellent last year. I, I've said that on on the podcast. But I thought you were the best footballing team in League One last year. Did that Did that play a part in your decision? Aye, and that's kind of goes back to the the kind of point that I said that when you come in, it's not like I'm having to bring in Start 12, fresh, yeah, 12 yeah. new players. I think it would be a kind of totally different job. And um, we had apart from Dylan Easton going to, to Wraith, we had pretty much the same squad. So I always said that when we came in here and we spoke about it kind of last season when we missed out to to Queens Park, I said that the kind of squad depth from eleven to sixteen, seventeen was just lacking that wee bit and I, I felt that if we could kind of strengthen in that area get a couple of good young boys on loan who are hungry and want to do well and obviously a, a kind of young management team that can go and try and help them improve go into bigger and better things in Airdrie that we wouldn't be far away we don't obviously know that there's Dunfermline and teams in this league that are that are strong so we've kept a good kind of core of the team and, and added in a good couple of young quality players and we've started okay But by the way used to Played at Portsmouth together. Probably the mm-hmm. worst year in Portsmouth history. There you go. <laughs> Wasn't it? Right. What a year for us. So I was never in the house. <laughs> I, I signed on the, the the Thursday. Richie Barker signed us, and he got sacked on the Saturday. So if yours that was because he signed you, mine was <laughs> probably. How many times have we out? Oh, well, every Saturday. It was like a. That's what I'm saying. It was like a, a holiday thing down there. Obviously, nice weather and stuff and. I think you you've mentioned before in your your podcast stuff. It was just people are so like friendly so down there, yeah. regardless of the defeat. Whereas up here, it's you get beat, you didn't show your face for uh-huh. two or three days. Whereas down there, it was a case of 
it's all right, lads. Like, you come and bite deep in a few beers or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's I remember strange, sitting eh? in a fan's house after getting beat for Dagenham, drinking away with them. We'd just been fucked for Dagenham. What I gave it was. Great, but Fratton Park was brilliant, wasn't no, it? I loved it. I, it's, in terms of trying to replicate something like Ibrox or, or Celtic Park, having played up here, that's that's as good as you'll get probably in there in terms of a proper like environment for a, for a game of football and it was like two at the time as well so mm. to get I think it was 20,000 they were averaging and stuff yeah. it was it was, it was mad Jed, was, Jed Wallace do you know Jed he's just signed for West Brom he's mm-hmm. doing really well no he's doing really he well at, Adam Webster went to Brighton there was, was a lot of good ki- young kids there who there was, was the players were hopeless but the younger kids were really who was good. the characters in that team was like, Ricky Holmes was a good boy wasn't he Ricky aye Ricky uh, Jed to be fair Jed was a tough kind of character as well he ended up going to the chief exec's daughter oh so he used to get, but the, the chief exec looked like Dale Winton, didn't he? Remember uh-huh. me, Mark Catlin? Uh-huh. I used to phone him, con- I used to phone him like four in the morning. What are you thinking, man? The chief exec? I'd phone him like four in the morning when I was out. He's <laughs> <laughs> good, he's a good team. Where did you finish that season? Stayed up, just, just stayed aye. up, mate. Literally just, I think it came down to something like goal difference or something got beat or whatever it was. Something like that, eh? But I just remember being down there and I think I'd signed a a six week loan or whatever coming to the end of my contract knew I wasn't going to sign um, down there so I was like right it's a chance to kind of put yourself on the, the short window on that again and I went down and signed the Thursday played the Saturday Richie Barker got sat Saturday night and I remember just sitting there going oh, what is what? going on here did you stay at the end of the season? I, so I stayed for like I think two more games and then obviously is it the the guy offered is it? Uh, Andy offered Andy came, offered in, came uh, in so he can kind of took temporary charge and as you would as a, a manager, he went with kind of guys that he knew, and I'm I'm there on loan, so um, I didn't play for for the next game or two, and I, I remember we went away. I think it was Dagenham Redbridge, and I had two assists. And after that, I was just like, listen, it's just one of the things that he's going to go with experienced players that he thinks can grind them at results, which is fair enough. And on the phone to my agent type thing, right, let's get us back. back but we were fortunate at the time that obviously Chef Wed had a few injuries, so I went back and. Played I think the last two games or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, it started at Rangers, so mm-hmm. so came through. Who, who did you get? You're from you're from Livingston, aren't you? Aye. That sort of area. Mm-hmm. So who, who boys club? So I was at uh, Muriston. We kind of local boys club um, were there, and typical seven aside went in eleven aside, and naturally your team was really good at the time. We had Nicky Clark, Danny Wilson, Darren oh. Cole, uh, Jacob Triplets, Darren Jameson at Kelty. So that they were kind of all in our boys' club team, so we were kind of winning all the time. So we went through to kind of the Edinburgh League and, and played against your Hutchie Vales and whatever, and we're, and we're winning there. And obviously, a bit of recognition, you were beating kind of everyone. And Ranger Scout and a few scouts came and took, I think, nine or ten years. Had they the same team? Mm-hmm. You just won everything with that Rangers mm-hmm. team, didn't you? Because mm-hmm. that was the same. Is that against shoes? It was, wasn't it? So. The, the kind of age you, You're a year older than me you know? I was like Flecky's age Fle- So Flecky is Six months older than me But he's he's my age group But he always played mm-hmm. A year or two above his Ten year above his um, <laughs> He was unbelievable mate. Ah, he was <laughs> Monster wasn't he A joke A joke That a young kid You just won different So we Like I say we, There was nine or ten of us Went through So all the way Kind of through From tens Or nines Whatever it was Right the way Kind of through Nineteens uh, at the time When you go to your Youth Cup finals And stuff Glasgow Cup finals It was pretty much The same group And then Started to go kind of separate ways, but a lot of them are still in football, which is good. Any coaches that you you really liked that helped your development, took things for? Um, 
Drew, no, do you remember, remember Drew, Drew Todd? Todd? He gets mentioned a lot in here, mate. He loved the Revelino, Drew Todd. <laughs> See, he used to sit and do shape with under-12s uh-huh. and it was unopposed mannequins and it was all about wingers chopping and... Decoy like, runs, you know, uh-huh. like, Probably ahead of his time, but yeah. at the time we were a young kid, you're like, oh, this is kind of boring and now you get a wee bit old and you realise like, in terms of developing kind of technical young players, he was he was brilliant, eh? I loved him. Yeah, yeah. a few people said, didn't Did you um, ever go to Hong Kong? I did. What a place. Really amazing. What a place the Hong Kong Sevens. So we were good. Some of the names, eh? I beat you in the final. Fella, oh, right, was that no Barry Bannon? It was, no, that was oh, so he, The year we went, I think, was Andy Vyman. Rob um, uh, Vyman, James Collins, isn't it? Uh, and right. then, to, to be fair, Chelsea and that were there. Um, so there was loads of kind of big clubs and we went there. And to be fair, Rangers and Celtic were always good. Yeah. We always went and kind of the boys who weren't playing at the first team, Resi and a couple of younger boys and that. But we, we went and always kind of Always done well, got to semis or finals, and I think we played Celtic one of the one of the years in semis. Or so did you ever play against each other? Do you remember? Yeah, I, I, I remember him at Celtic, but I remember him obviously at Motherwell at the time because I don't know what it's like now, but it's it used to be like you played two years at each level, so it'd be two years at 19s, then it'd be like two years at 17s or whatever it was. So it was like I'd be first year 17s, he'd now be second year. So we'd kind of be the young boys on the bench, and they would play Flecky's age and stuff. And I said, it was good. Very good, kid, John. Uh huh. was good player. Better than Flecky? I don't know about that, that but he was... Uh, was Flecky the one at Rangers that you thought he, he, was, the, he was the best? Out of this world, Flecky. How, what, what, was he, what did he have that other players never just had? Just, even people now like talk about young kids and like coming through, he's going to be the next best thing. and like, oh, How does he compare to someone like that? I says, when we were younger, it was, it was Flecky. And even just the, the way that he went about himself. I mean, I remember at like 15 or 14 or whatever it was, he was going through him with the first team and he was the best player. Was like, he? At, oh, a joke. Like, not even just a, a young, shy kid who was decent technically or whatever, he was going Boston and it. popping it and bossing it and we established internationals, you know what I mean? He had that attitude though, but he just didn't, he didn't care. Yeah. But in the, in the right way, do you know what, the, and if, the, the player that I would always say was like Wayne Rooney. The right. way he played, he was so aggressive, he could run with the boy, he could, I mean his shot was nah. unbelievable. Yeah, a bit of everything, even though normally for kids to go up there, you know yourself, you go up to first team and you're a bag of nerves, you, you didn't want to go up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like he went up there and just, he was he was physically developed and he would he could tackle he could shoot he could run he had everything normally you're either really good at one thing and you lack another yeah. he had everything eh? like everything on that when, when did you first get the call to go and turn the first team we speak about this a lot oh, um, I can't remember the exact date um, but it used to be so the old Murray Park used to have the the spin bikes so you'd be in and obviously you kind of get your wee bit used to going to resies and whatever so you'd be up there and it'd be the boys who might be injured and it was a one of the ones look at the whiteboard and Kenny McDowell code used to write up on the board, right, training, you'd have a wee star next to your name if you were in the resi group, right, you're up with the first team. And I remember going up and yeah, I think it was just like a, a Thursday, so it was like a technical drill crossing finishing, and you were going, Oh, just didn't muck up, just go up and like be alright and I remember even going home, like phoning my old man being like, train with the first team a day and like how are you? I said, Oh, bag of nerves, like shit myself and he was like, like, did you do well? And did anybody speak to you? And I said, no. Did they say the word? But like, it was good that way. Like, they they were good eh, in terms of young kids. They recognised when McCoy and that they were brilliant. He was obviously running about the assistant kind of role for for ages, so he was always mingling and carrying on and stuff. But when certain boys started to get maybe a wee bit kind of ahead of their sale, they would just put them right back, didn't they? But well, like a one minor or I just not even something that was kind of degrading or anything, but just a wee bit of 
ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっ
fair coach's point of view or anything. I remember went up to the Tanadice and I was at right back and Gary Mackay Stevens tore me one. Aye. Tore me one. Um and that He's was again a, 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 a learning curve. Eh? I was just I was up there obviously I'm out of position, but at that time when I was kinda ninety I played everywhere, eh? I'd play striker, left wing, right back, centre mid, just anywhere I would play and yeah, I remember going up there and a few injuries, whatever, and Mackay Steven, I'd, I'd played kind of left wing and they terrorised me, especially first half, and I just remember coming away for the game and people were just like, listen, don't worry about it. It's done that to establish first team players, you'll learn for it. I think we've all went through that, but ain't we? Like I a learning curve where you get roasted or... or... Ah, is it... See, see at the time with the administration, what was going on, how were guys like McCoy's and the senior players, how were they around the place? Was it, was it a weird experience? Um, no, no, really. Uh, you're still going into your work every day. Um, it was more the unknown. That was that was the thing. It was every day you had some kind of administrator in or a lawyer in that was having meetings upstairs. So you're trying to go about your your daily business by training and going and doing your your rehab or whatever you're doing. If you're you're injured, and then it about right. There's a meeting at one o'clock. You're upstairs, and it was one of the ones that you were kind of right. What's happening? So you know what's happening here. Try to kind of find out any information. So you're relying on the the older lads to tell you, but they're not going to tell young kids what's happening. Yeah, then you've got obviously scary, uh-huh. parents and people in the background that are saying, like, if anything happened today, or I know you had administrators in, like, did anything say anything, or nah, nothing to the, to the younger boys around. So it was almost kind of just waiting to see what had kind of unfolded itself. Yeah. Eh? See, on that, what you were saying about, we've all been there, but the first time, did you, see, when you were playing first team mother while I was a young kid, did you have any shocking? Aye. But, so I've had a, a pre season game with Matt McGee. He brought me on, I went through and goal, missed a chance, right? And I swear, I've never had a feeling like it after the game. Went here and it was, it, 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 it absolutely destroyed me, right? So, I, the next week, we are going into the next day, the Sunday to train. So, I'm getting the train in, and there's a paper lying on the table, right? God's honest truth. And Matt McGee, headline was, reminds me of Robbie Keane, for that game. Wow. And it was the best, because I'd thought I was horrific. <laughs> and then, and I, I was still really, as far as maybe going to it was like a depressed type feeling, see, because you're going into the first team and you feel that this is my chance and I've let everything down. And then the next day, on that train, and the head, that was the headline, reminds me of Robbie Keane. Wow. It's incredible, isn't it, though? Uh-huh. Just sitting train, I don't know who bought the paper, but it was unbelievable. My dad's left it there or something, but it was fucking <laughs> unbelievable. Did his ass with, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did I, so, it's, uh, but I think at that when you, at first team, it is so, I feel, and maybe at the time you feel that this might be the only chance I get. So see when it does not maybe go as well, absolutely. Were you thinking the same? Aye, it's, uh, like you say, it's one of the ones you probably over-criticise yourself. You've you probably went up and done well or done all right, but because you're used to seeing these kind of first-team players kind of doing it week in, week out, it's like, oh, miles off it compared to them. Yeah. And for a young kid, if you take everything kind of away from it and you look back at it from a kind of simple point of view, you're a young kid or whatever went up and and played and probably done really well. So you kind of once you strip it back, you obviously overthink everything as a young lad. Did you know if a man of the match game and a certainly game, man, in that? Uh-huh. Old for am I? So talk us through that. Uh, Who are you up against? Uh, Wanyama, Ledley, and I'm trying to think who was, was on the midfield. Uh-huh. Was your, I was the time I was it was your team, but uh-huh. well, I was part of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they had a strong. Maybe what? Where did you watch that game in the house? <laughs> It's for the time, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what, what? And what did you just just one of the games? That everything you done went right. Aye, we um, again. It was it was strange because you're going into an old firm. Even when you played 19s and stuff, there was always that wee bit of needle mm-hmm. and mm. going into it. And 
I remember going in and not so much being like nervous, but just I didn't know kind of what I was feeling. I wasn't nervous. I wasn't anything. I was like, right, right, just go in simple first couple of minutes, do something right, and just kind of grew into the game. Eh? And obviously we were three 0 up, and place was rocking, and um, obviously finished three two. And I just remember looking back at the game, and I'm like, I can't mind nothing. Eh? Can you not remember nothing. any of the game there? The only thing I can remember is walking out and. Penny Arcade and that's coming on. I just remember like the gr the grass shaking, eh? and that's the only thing I can remember for the game. Is it the best atmosphere you've ever played? A million percent. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Given an course. How much is that standing said good stead for the rest of your career? Oh, so you can play in that, you can play in anything. Then folk ask me all the time, even mates and stuff, oh, what was that game like? I'm like, I couldn't tell you. Just one of the things that probably passed you by so quick. And obviously you, you've watched back at certain highlights and whatever it's on on the telly and that, and you're thinking, like, I can't even remember that happening in the game. But so did you just come the, on the tap? Oh, sorry, mate. No, no, you're fine. Um, None you. I just remember like their, their team at the time, so obviously like you're Wanyama and that, so they had like proper good team and you're thinking like these guys have went on and taught them and, and played at big level and you're thinking like that's mentally. So did it just come on did it come on the Tanoi man of the match? It, I, I got I got taken off, so this was about seventy something minutes I think, and got taken off and then after obviously the place is going mad. Um and then uh, one of the people for for Rangers had come in and says obviously young boy getting man of the match but Try to protect us a wee bit. Don't want you going out doing the the media after anything like that. So, kind of bottle of champagne. Are the older boys buzzing off you? That they must be buzzing off you, that they? Buzzing. I just in terms of just buzzing in general because we're going through a lot. Like it's yeah. it's hard, and you've got kind of one side kind of almost laughing and making funny kind of all the turmoil that's going on, and then you've got certain people who are trying to provide for their families and and stuff as well. So, kind of taking the banter aside, just to get a to get a win. 
um, and then obviously being kind of part of your, your first old firm was like, this is what it's like to play Rangers, Jesus, like this is, this is mentally. So it must have been so hard to leave then after that. Mate, after I, see, what you, see what you he said there about even do you remember the, the, the youth games and the reserve games there was always the feeling was unbelievable like two days before a youth game you'd be like I wouldn't eat wouldn't eat you'd be like you go in a reserve game was we it? Got Ibrox, I think there was like 10,000 at Ibrox once I was played. in that game yeah yeah huh? I remember I, I said to my dad funny story here I, I said to my my dad and people ask me all the time that like, oh, who's the best player you've played against I said I watched Paddy McCourt at Ibrox in a game that, and he was the best player I've ever was seen in like live person eh? he so was incredible it was me Massimo Donati and Paddy up against Flecky Naismith and another Rangers first team player and you're thinking they three their players but Paddy that's the first Paddy, team mate. Was, mate it was a first team game Aye. it was a proper McGregor was in goals for Rangers oh, wait, wait, was that just a reserve I won the last goal to win it <laughs> but uh, Paddy that day mate was it just a, like runs by every day it's, it's so weird so why were you not playing because you've probably been playing oh, the first no, team I'd, I'd, I think we kind of made go and watch any games that were close and obviously it was uh, it was back when the Resi League was there wasn't it ah, Resi League so was it was a, a big game and they were expecting a few thousand and stuff at it and we're like oh we'll go along and watch so I think we trained in the morning or whatever it was and then we went along to, to watch it and it was it was mad. I just remember watching. Thinking, How good's that guy? Uh, he, like, he was unbelievable. So see again, you make your you make you, you did man of the match. Sorry, no firm. You must be thinking, I want to stick around here for. I want more feelings like this. Aye. Playing more games like that. I, I loved it. Eh, like I, everything about Rangers. Fair. I was there since I was nine. Eh, so young kid, and like say I, I used to spend time at Jimmy Bell's kit room and just you want to hit hand way helping lift the boots or clean the boots and I, I just loved all that so even the first team staff would be playing table tennis or whatever I just used to sit and watch you I was just obsessed with like taking everything in and obviously things kind of unfolded that was a wee bit out of our hands as, as players and I just remember that game and then going obviously away for the summer and I went away on holiday with the missus and I, I said to my dad I was like listen just kind of keep me updated anything that's happening Um Went on holiday and my, my dad phoned me and he would never normally phone me and I was like, what kind of what's going on? And he was like, uh, obviously Rangers are are struggling, they're they've went into liquidation and stuff. They're just kinda of waiting to find out what's gonna be the, the punishment. Initially we thought it'd be we get twelve points or whatever it was, they'll stay in the Premier League and then it could go to Division One championship, and then it was could go into the third division. So it was one of the ones that was like, Jesus, like what's going on? So we came back the holiday, um, and I remember trying to get a hold of a couple of the first team kind of guys as well. Davy Weir was was excellent in terms of my dad or whatever would pick up the phone and He'd speak to him, and, day, and, and he would uh, he would he would try and basically just kind of calm him down, saying, "Listen, we're speaking to X, Y, or Z, whoever it was. Um, try to get a wee bit more information. I would ad- advise you go and speak to the PFA and just kind of." look after yourself in terms of find out a wee bit of information um, as a young kid so typical youth yeah. I take nothing in it's in one ear and out the other so people ask what's going on so I, I don't know um, so while they were waiting on the the, the punishment so to speak um, it was one of the ones that the season had, was starting to, to go back to pre-season everybody was going back and I remember going to, to the PFA and, and just be like what's, what's happening here and what's happening to young boys I've still got kind of time my contract because I just signed a new four year deal so I was like what's going to happen here like, is, does that get cancelled or, or what and I remember them just saying listen we'll, we'll kind of we'll see how it goes just now in terms of 
reject going over to, to the Rangers Newco at the time um, until we get a bit more clarification. Like you say, we don't know if we're going to be SPL, Championship, Third Division, scrapped all together, yeah. what's going to happen. So we'll do that, buy us a bit of time and just t until we find out a bit more information and they'll never look back to me. That's crazy, eh? So and Ali McCoy that comes to you and says about Sheffield Wednesday. So I've that's what I'm saying. I've never since Rangers done an interview, done anything in terms of spoke about it. And people always ask and say, "Oh, these guys left." Like I had four years left in my contract. Rangers fan, I'm like I never wanted to leave, and I came back on holiday, um, and spoke to the PFA just about getting a bit of advice. And since obviously we refused to, to transfer over. I think it was some kind of word in that for June the 1st, if you basically agree to go to the cash point and withdraw any money from this day on, you're basically effectively transferring over to to the new Rangers and and everything still is as it was before, but you still didn't know kind of what division and stuff you were going to play in. So hence the reason we went to the, the PFA and they told us can I re reject it as such just now just till we find a bit more information if everything's alright or we think it's kind of good for you and stuff you just go and you speak to them again and you, you re-sign type thing on the contract terms that you were on and for that day I never heard a word from Rangers That's mental Did you see the players that did leave did you get a, a lot of criticism? Nah, so it, it was mad that's so, but, uh, no, just like I'd obviously you get death threats. I've had police twenty four hour surveillance at my mum's. Did I you? From fuck. Because at the time it was no, no that you're first, second, or third to do it. It was we'd spoke to them and the PFA and and these guys, and it was one of these ones that right. What do we do now? So I remember being out in local park with my mates, going down four fours thinking that we're, we're back to pre-season, most teams are back, so I better make sure that I'm fit and doing all my stuff in the, the off-season. And, and I never heard nothing for anyone at Rangers contacting me saying, listen, like, what's going on? We'd love you to obviously stay and whatever. So time went on and it was one of the ones that I was like, what are they here? I'm now into late July. Did you go back in? I never heard anything. So who tells you about Sheffield Wednesday? So obviously I'd went down um, David Weir was at um, Everton so I had the chance to go down there so I went down and, and met him and David Moyes in his office and I met Dave Jones who was obviously manager at Chef Wed they'd just been promoted for League One and I met um, Davey and stuff and he'd kind of said to me listen you'll be a kind of 23s player down there um, but we think you're you're better than, than what we've got we have a potential chance in maybe the next year or so developing and into the first team and I'd had a taste of the first team football I was like not interested type thing not him um, and I went and met Dave Jones and, and whatever and he's like I said you'll be a, a first team player you'll play and I want to sign you type thing so I was like listen it's now late July coming into August I want to get sorted So you never even said bye or anything to anybody now? Nothing So was there a, was there a group back in pre-season with Rangers? Training. So these guys obviously had had obviously agreed to transfer over, but I don't know how many there was. I think it was some like, wee group of five or six or whatever it was yeah, that were that had went back. Get so uh, my initial kind of thought was, let's kind of it, it sounds terrible. Let's reject it just now in terms. of I just want to find out what division they were because again Rangers could have been could have been getting a contract, no playing on a Saturday, just picking up 
mm-hmm. your, your wages and not looking forward to things on a Saturday and I was always just like, like what's happening? Surely we'll find out now. It's a week past, a week past and eventually they got the punishment of being third division and by that point still no one for the club, anyone for the hierarchy or anything kind of reached out and, or whatever and just said listen obviously this is the this is kind of what's going on just now and is there any way we can work around it and I, I'd have probably like signed no problem but I just wanted to, to find out a wee bit of clarification because I was a young kid that yeah. information was just going in one year and the other you can ask me in the street what's happening at Rangers and <laughs> I'm a Rangers player and I'm like, I don't know yeah. <laughs> they're known more in the paper than what I'm knowing do you know what I mean so it was one of the ones that I, I think someone probably not so much like the staff um, was there in a the position as well, but definitely people higher above could have definitely done a lot more. So, so I don't want to go into too much, but when did you get the definite? Um, so at the time, obviously, social media um, was out, and it was like the eight or whatever it was, nine boys that had kind of left as such. We um, we got so I can't remember what it was some wee guy had said something on on Facebook or Twitter or whatever it was and I just remember the same wee thing coming up and coming up and then what he done is he posted my mum and dad's house like address details a lot posted it online eh? so then we had yeah. to take action but obviously nine times out of ten you just say ah, he's just a, a kind of numpty and and you get on with it but then he, he put up oh, everything like address where they lived village, you name it, it's said everything. How was your mum? So uh, that was a hard thing, just like uh, mum and my sister and stuff. I'm, I'm fine with it all, yeah. One of the ones that's part of football, you just kind of try and mm-hmm. put it to the back burner and get on with it, but um, it, it was more so for like my mum, my grand, because we all stay in a wee local village. Yeah. You've been there when obviously you've done Manny Shelley's interview, it's yeah. a wee kind of community village and you've got them people in the street saying, Reese, I've seen that, well, police are about your about the estate, circling the estate and stuff and just worried in case one of these idiots for yeah. online is just takes it that step too far. That's a lot for a young kid, that, isn't it? Did other players, did that happen to them as well? I don't know. Like I say, it's, I speak to, to maybe a, a, a few um, and I'd like to think that I'd maybe still say all right to a couple of the guys that, that were there with but it was one of the ones that was almost just left to fend for yourself. Mm. Um, Do you know I made you a stronger person? Stronger player as well, Reese? Um, I didn't know. I had to grow up. Yeah. Um, so in terms of when I went down down the road, nineteen, um, to kind of grow up and I'm living there myself uh, with my missus and stuff. It was one of the ones that like kind of grow up quick. Yeah. Um, but I'd been through kind of a bit of experience there a that lot, it was yeah. like I like if you've dealt with that, you can deal with living away in that. Mm. And t- we'd stayed in digs and stuff. So in terms of looking after yourself, I've always been like all right with that. Who are you in digs? Are? So we were in digs, uh, Morags at the time. So it was again Danny Wilson, uh, Scott Jury, Juki's son. Mm-hmm. Um, You're a Mark. big fan of his dad, Gordon, aren't you? But I went. I was. I went to the the Euros with Jury. Mhm. We were. He was in. He was behind me, right back, right wing. Oh, yeah. What a two. Sorry for mm. saying that. No, no. What a two it was. Aye. So um, and I keep in contact with them. So there was I think six or seven years. What about Cal? Was Cal at Rangers at the time? Uh, so Cal was in my age group for the years. Eh? Any stories about oh. Cal? To be fair, I've obviously watched the, the podcast and stuff he's doing, some of the stories, and even when he was on at the, the SWGC, he's he's, he's, he was like that, eh? And um, he, he just these silly things, eh? But he had that dry sense of humour that everybody thought he was probably arrogant and that, but he was just funny, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, he'd come on in a resi game and say, I'm going to write these geese the ball. 
I'm going to get the ball and see him. He's going to press me. I'm going to nutmeg him. I'm going to chip it over his head and I'll probably score the winning goal. And just, but we all knew it was a bit of care on, but these guys must have thought he's a... Who is this guy? How are you McCoy him? Again, I think they liked him, eh? Yeah. Like, certain things, obviously, they wouldn't accept and, and stuff. But see about the, the change room, there was him, Hutz, and, and Darren Cole. They, they were like three amigos. They were always kind of... If something was at fault, they were they were there. Table tennis, anything in terms of Coy still loved the game of table tennis, so he'd be in and Cal would, would be playing. So right, Cal, get your partner. That's it. We'll meet you in ten minutes. We're playing you, and they'd be playing. So he, he obviously liked the unit that with a young kid. Um, if he didn't like him, so but then he would just do silly things at the time. If you if you're saying to me now and looking at kind of what he's doing now, excellent. But would he have done that for the player that you seen at Rangers? You would have said no. Eh? Mm. He's done unbelievably well. He's played amazing. Incredible. How was it? How was Sheffield Wednesday? Did you enjoy that? Aye, I, I, I loved Big it. Club, it was, aye, it's some stadium club, that made it. I love Hillsborough. So, uh, again, it, it probably helped me in terms of when I went down there at first, it was like I'd missed a lot of pre season. So, I was going in maybe a week, two weeks training max, and the first league game at Derby away, it was just you're thrown in. So, I'd never had really time to think about things too much and straight in and a man of the match played. So, I was like, flying, and then it was just one of the ones that Tuesday comes, Saturday comes, cha- like championship was just relentless, eh? Yeah. So you never have time to really think or anything too much about how you played. It's next game's coming. Yeah. Um. So like in the first kind of year, year and a half, I was playing, so you love it. And then during kind of my second second season, it was more playing a game on the bench, coming off the bench and stuff. So you're travelling away and. Be a four, five, six hour journey away down south, and you're, and you're back awesome up. Minute. You don't go on, or you go on for ten minutes, and then you're back up the road, and you're in one day's training, you're doing the same again. You yeah. went Watford to here, and you're gone, played twenty minutes in three days or whatever it was. So that that was hard, um, and then obviously the last year of my contract, Dave Jones had. It's one of your. He, one of his favourite managers of all time. Oh, and the training pitch I've seen him in a few sessions really good, isn't he? Who's that? Dave Jones. Dave Jones, tactically brilliant. He just used to sit on his phone, eh? <laughs> He <laughs> <laughs> should have sat on his phone But He was a good man manager eh? Right See with young boys and that, He had that old school Probably let his assistant And, and coach take the, the training um, But he was up front Like spade to spade with him Yeah, yeah. Um, What other managers Were at, at your time there? Stuart Tim Gray, Gray. Aye, so, uh, One of the greats Stuart Gray um, She on his phone as well <laughs> <laughs> they they were phone He was, each was other, more a coach eh? But he looked he, Just At the time He was just a guy you know, I don't know he, if you were to say he's a manager, you, you wouldn't have taken him serious, eh? Yeah, I remember Stuart like, Gray. Like one of the type that, guys uh-huh. that you couldn't really take him serious. Uh-huh. Um, Looks like you'd be the janitor, didn't you? <laughs> and just, it was one of them, eh? And um, the last year of my contract, you're not playing, and obviously he had these players that he brought in. He brought in Steve McPhail. Oh, um, what a player, like, thought, good, eh? good player. But again, he was 35, Can so he had the technical ability and yeah, stuff, so he'd it. went um, Shale off and Jana. That was at Wolves, Anfield. so like big powerhouse in midfield, and one of the ones I kind of knew. Listen, he doesn't fancy me type thing, so mm. um, that was hard. Obviously, the last year, and then it was more a case of right. I'm I'm not enjoying my football here, so I need to go somewhere. That I'm I'm playing some big names you played with, though. I but I just kind of get that one on the phone. You need to start doing that. To stand on the you? phone. Who was I've had a few managers that have you know? I've had a few managers that stand on the phone as well, mate. Have you? And you're thinking, who the fuck is he phoning at this time of the day? <laughs> or he wouldn't even be out of training, eh? Just be sitting for his office, like, watching training, but I just be on, like, watching it and... He's phoning babe station or something, <laughs> <isn't he? laughs> Who was the best player you've played with in there? Uh, 
I don't know, because we had, like, Mikel Antonio played for us. And if you'd have said for where he was when I was there to what he'd go on to achieve, I would have said no chance. Really? But he's, he's a bit touch tackle, wasn't it? Like, uh, but that, he, was, he was raw, and yeah. what he was good at is a counter-attack eight to nine yards at the pitch. He was so powerful, he'd run the length of the pitch, and he, he, listen, he was our main player, of course, but he, um, in terms of going on and earning a move to... To Notts Forest and then obviously to West Ham and become a pr- regular Premier League player. I, I would have said probably no. I wouldn't have thought it. Was he a striker? Was he, he a played striker? right wing. Right wing. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. That's right. That's um, crazy. Yeah. Mad. Was Glenn Livens it? Was he? Bye, great guy. Good guy. Aye, Livy, great guy. Mr. Smooth. Uh-huh, he was a Just, good guy. Aye, he was. Everything was effortless for me. Stephen Bay, what a what a guy. Mad. Is he was mad? mad? You, well, you've heard a few stories, but was aye, he that mad? Ah, he's definitely that mad. Aye. What? What did he? What would he so do? So obviously he'd be. Third, second choice at the time, third choice at the time, um, and they were just like, you know how goalies are mad, but like, you speak to them in the change room and that, and I remember even sitting having a conversation in general with him, and you'd think he's not there, like he's <laughs> like there's something missing with him, and try to hold a serious conversation about what you'd be up to the weekend, and he'd say something, you'd be like, there's no way you've done that at the weekend, and he's like, ah, I did, like just straight in the back garden, what? I don't know the f- the full ins and outs of it, but I that when we were and then you know buy a caravan or something, stick it in his drive because he hated his neighbour or something. Uh, like that. So it's just that weird, eh? Uh, Was there any other stories like that with him? Um, again, I think he went on loan to to Burton, I think at the time, um, but he was just in training. He was just mad, eh? Like one of these guys that wasn't he tuned up, right? Uh-huh. But uh, like a nice guy, but one of the guys was just nuts, eh? See now you're a manager. How do you deal with this sort of person? Have you got them sort of personalities? Well, luckily, I've not got any like him. Um, but nah, it, that's probably been a, a challenging part as well. Is that you get some people that probably respond well to an arm in the shoulder, and other people that need a kind of rock up the backside, and it's just trying to kind of gauge at what time do they need that? Do they need that? Mm-hmm. But I, I said to you before at that kind of youth team game that we were at, I said yeah. I, I try and give the players as much responsibility because if you're going to go bigger and better than Airdrie level and that you need to like fend for yourself yeah. so in terms of mid midweek Monday to Friday we'll do our prep in terms of who we're playing at the weekend this is their strengths weaknesses this is how we're going to play but ultimately as soon as they cross the white line it's up to the players and I like to think that listen if you take information on board then you, you'll do alright What is the goals for the rest of the season? Is it I mean we, uh, we've kind of had a at first uh, you were big going like we want to set standards and we want to listen we want to go for the league we want to win that was it but Kind of after we spoke to Ange when it was a wee bit like, well, we can't win the league then. So there's no point in mm. talking about it really. Mm. But is that what you, would you say that to your players? We are going for this league this year? Absolutely. We, we got beaten the final last year yeah. and we've lost mm-hmm. one player. So if I was to sit here and say, oh, we'll make top four, you'd be sitting going, why are we going back? Why? why? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So listen, we've got more than good enough. Listen, Dunfermline that coming down, of course, it'll be hard. Um, probably tougher in terms of. Teams that are in the league, Queen of the South and Falkirk, obviously improved. Yeah. Um, so we, listen, we know it'll be t- it'll be tough, but um, we're building on obviously what we've done last year. I think we've gained a lot of experience for that. And for me, it's just about trying to kind of put my ideas into training, into the way that we play. And what I always say, someone who watches Airdrie type thing is like, I want a young kid to come to, to Airdrie, regardless whether he's really young doesn't he play football or he's playing for a wee football team himself and that's how I want to play football do you know what I mean mm. that's what I was going to say because when I looked at if I was to think of your team last year under Ian Murray that'd be how I'd see your team playing mm. 
So is there anything that you have changed or has it just been a case of this is who we are, stick, stick, stick to this? A bit of both. Um, and, and to be fair, it's obviously Ian need to put in the groundwork, but what I always liked about Ian is he bounced off his older older pros, so like myself, Dicey, Aggie was playing at the time. Yeah. He would ask us questions even during the game or at half time and stuff and it, like do you think maybe an extra one in midfield would, would combat them or whatever it was and we'd say like nah maybe no and maybe come to like some kind of an agreement so yeah. he, he put a lot of trust in us um, but in terms of the way that we play uh, try and play a 4-3-3 as much as we can um, you can adapt and do certain things but as, as long as you're on the front foot I just think like you say if if I'm coming to watch a team or if I know I'm going to Airdrie today, rather than saying what, what kind of performance you're going to get, I know exactly I'm coming, they're going to dominate the ball, they're going to be in your face, high press, like full of energy. And I say that to the boys, well, I can handle getting beat, it's, it's not an issue. But if basics and principles stay the same, then I can never moan. Eh? How long do you see yourself keep playing? As long as my legs will let me. Is uh, that right? Nah, I, 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 there might come a time. Um, that you get to that kind of stage where it's what's more important than the other. So for me just now, I think in terms of on the pitch, I can still offer a huge amount of kind of experience on, on that side. But there might be a time that will be a young kid who I think a bit of time and effort into him, I can coach him to be exactly kind of what I'm wanting and I can take a, a backward step. So how, how do you work that then, Reese? Well, obviously yourself keeping fit, but also trying to coach. Do you join in training one day, maybe... Uh, is it Callum mm-hmm. joining the next day or every day so you, train every both day. joining every uh, day every day so in terms of runs everything so that's one thing that I think kind of that looks example. good on us is we do runs and listen if I'm behind in the runs the lads can see it so we've got to make sure that I'm at the front of the runs I'm setting standards whether it be a passing drill small sided games I'm aggressive or whatever it is and boys know that listen if, if he's doing it it's good enough yeah. for him then why is it not good enough for me Brilliant. What manager in your playing career have you took the most for? Um, Richie Wellens. <laughs> the three days was spectacular. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> um, He's actually a good coach. I, I don't know. I, again, because like Walter Smith was there when, when I was a young kid and see just his aura about mm-hmm. him. Like, but then there's certain elements that I don't want kids to look at me and ever be scared to come and, and yeah. talk to me type thing. So there's bits of kind of pros and cons to everything I, I love McCoy stay, but again I was young at the time um, I, I, I just loved how you could get beat at the weekend or whatever and come Monday morning it was like you were on top of the world again Fresh, you were the yeah. best player in the world and then you go and win at the weekend and you were rubbish so he'd bring you back doing a peg or two when you needed to and he'd pick you up um, but I, I, I just always try and say listen as long as I, I don't care if Somebody comes into the office and chats my door and says, I think you're this, I think you're that. See, as long as they go away from here and think what he was saying is right in terms of he tried to help me as a player, whether I've seen it at the time or no, that's kind of up to them. But as long as they go away thinking, I can't ever say he wasn't, he wasn't he honest with me or he wasn't mm-hmm. he trying to do the best for me. I think there's no point in you trying to act like Walter Smith or Alan McCoy because exactly. it's not you, eh? you yeah. just be yourself. Mm-hmm. Can I ask another question? Of course you can, you can do it if you like. If you had to do a five-a-side team, who you played with? Yeah, like I love this one. Uh, I'd love, hope your name's in it. No, I'll not be anywhere near this. Five-a-side team, who I played with? Stephen Davis, yeah, number, one. Number, one. Uh-huh. Is he, he, is number one. Number uh, one. Is he the best? Is he the best player in every day, Stephen Davis? Aye. Every I bet, day? I bet he is now at 38. Or right. 30, just keep it, just keep aye, it. You, just, you can't get the ball for me. Does his team always win? Aye. 
yeah. love that. But in terms of like, he doesn't do anything that particularly stands out of training. But see, just in a rondo or whatever, he's never got the bib. Yeah. Never. Um, he's the best. McGregor and goals again. The career, he's he's, he's a joke. Okay. Like, Better than Bywater. <laughs> Mad as well. Father-in-law, so. Um. Again, for a five aside, I wouldn't be putting Mikel Antonio in it. Do you know what I mean? It's no, not, right? in terms of he's no stature and, and stuff. If they're pressing you high in your fives, you can just flip it over the top. So. Um, I don't know. Probably the the boys that were at Rangers. Um, Sonny Oluko was brilliant. Eh? Was he? Oh, was he, uh, he was different level. He's probably been underrated, didn't it? Uh, he was. Uh-huh. He was sharp. Like, everything he went you looked for him really well. Aye, didn't he fool him? Didn't it? Fool him, I. Uh-huh. Um, I, Ross, I, I played centre mid with Ross Barkley at. At Chef Wed, eh? Did you? So he came on a lot of young kids, and again, his career he's been on to have, would have thought that at the time, probably no, but like, good, good player, eh? And yeah. Boy, Lewis Baker, that's now Stoke captain. And uh, I remember, he was at Chelsea as a kid, wasn't he, Lewis Baker, that's so, right. So there's lo- been loads of probably good players that come through who maybe you forget about, but I went on to do alright. By the time you're thinking, God, I forgot that. Kind of, he was he was there, eh? Dave Jones' manager on his phone. Aye. It's not today, but what a five aside team that is. Absolutely amazing, mate. It really is. I think it's going to, there's a trend setting, there's going to be a lot more younger managers coming through, and I think I'll be the next one. <laughs> <laughs> you get a bottle of vodka with this, do you, do you want it or do you want to get this? No, you can have it. I will take it. You can have it. I'll need it after that performance. I'll hook up your ass. Thank you, deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.